Okay, good evening everybody. Actually, I missed this class. It's so important to be talking. Uh, really, really, just, it really is in, in life um, from the fundamentals to be matzliach, to be successful in anything that we want. Um, and I was just thinking that today, actually, uh, one of the benefits of bitachon, uh, of trust and faith and hope, is that when you have trust and faith uh, and hope, uh, everything's possible. Because when you feel like you're stuck and there's no hopes, and then things don't happen. And I, I just recently... Um, I was reminded about this. I was looking at something about Roger Bannister. I'm not. I'm trying to remember that I ever discussed in my drushes. Um But Roger Bannister in 1954 did something which, until that point, was considered impossible. He ran a four-minute mile. That he was the first person in 1954 who ran a four-minute mile. And the amazing thing is, I think by now it's like. 20, more than, significantly more than 20,000 people have, it's almost 30,000, I believe, have ridden a, run a four-minute mile, including even high school kids. And, you know, you ask yourself, like, what happened that Roger Bannister, so, like, if you look at, like, sports history, not that any of you would look at waste of time on sports history, but if you would, um, Roger Bannister does his four-minute mile, and, and it was impossible. Like, nobody, nobody believed that could be done. And Roger Bannister did it. And then what happened was, I think 46 days later, I forgot the person's name, 46 days later, somebody broke his record. And since then, literally close to 30,000 people, uh, or 25,000, whatever people, have done the four-minute mile uh, because, and this is very important, because it became possible. When you, run a four, when you start a run in a mile, and you're going to clock yourself. If you view something as impossible, then it's a self, it's, it's really a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you look at something that is, just, you just cannot do it. So it happens to be, um, you know, in sports, the, the Roger Bannisters in the world, or, you know, the people who break these records really do make it possible for other people. But if you would take Roger Bannister, or whoever, whoever the guy 46 days later who was, or any of the, the, the other people, and I would say to them, okay, you did the four-minute mile, now I would like you to do something, which is not, not athletic, which is more cerebral intellectual. Most of them wouldn't do it, because some of them don't have the IQ, some do, because they don't think that's possible. <laughs> right? It's an amazing thing to me. I've seen uh, athletes who push themselves. If you ever look at something, actually, I'll tell you why. Tell you why. You know, I, I'm going I'm to confess. Very dangerous thing to do to confess. But you know, I, as as you know, I um, like when I'm doing my emails or or I'm doing this, like I was doing preparing something for transition for the show. So I just have to do a lot of work on it. So I I, I usually listen to or if my trash I listen to music. But if I I can't do this, so um, I'll listen to speeches or motivational things. So it happens to me, it's an amazing thing. Many of the motivational videos, which I happen to like, uh, I, I like to be motivated, I like to, to be inspired, but many of them, actually I forgot to like, can't lean back. Uh, it's not like a meeting, I can mean I can go like back, here, here, you have to actually see me. Um, but many of these motivational videos, or whatever, they're, they're, they highlight athletes. Uh, and because 
to to make it into the pros or to it's athletic performance. It's not enough to be good. It's not not enough to have talent. You really need to push yourself to the utmost. And you know, it's for for certain uh, people, it's the way out of the ghetto or out of poverty or the way to fame and stardom. And they and for years, it really it's, it is inspiring that you'll have people push themselves and like like the 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 motif is you see this thirteen year old kid running and you see the twenty three breaking the world record. But, but it took the, those years of pushing and pushing and pushing and dreaming and dreaming and dreaming. And that's true. Um, but that won't allow these same people, and it's inspiring, by the way, but it won't allow them to necessarily translate that to many areas in their life. And you see their personal lives very often are not so successful. Uh, and in, in, uh, in other ways, not successful. And the reason is, is they become, they get a belief system that they could break the four-minute mile or they could make it to the NBA or the NHL, whatever it may be, and they push themselves because they believe they're given a vision of that. Of that, they, you know, I, I, I heard recently somebody I know who's a very, very, very successful fundraiser for Torah, uh, and he said like one of his first lessons um, was as a kid he was on a softball team, and the coach psyched up the team for days before they played this team that they were supposed to lose to. And by the time they got on to, the, to play that softball game or baseball, whatever it was, uh, they won because they came into the game thinking they were going to win. They were so positive that they were going to win that by the time they got onto the field, it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. Because they're winning. The game is, we're, we're winning this game. This game is ours. And they came into that game uh, that when he was talking about translating it to other things in life. So when you think you could do something, when something becomes possible, then you can do it. If it's impossible, then you're not going to do it. It's, it's really, it's, that's like, and the same person, uh, the same person who may be successful in one area of life because they believe in that, they believe they can do it, they don't believe in other areas. Bitochan is the belief that everything is possible. It doesn't mean, like, I'll give you an example. I, have very, very poor fine motor skills. I'm not terribly, but I'm poor. You know, so I would never be an artist. Mrs. Rondon on the phone. Yes, Mrs. Rondon said, I can never be a Mrs. Rondon for many reasons I can't be her. I couldn't sew like her. I couldn't paint like her. I, I definitely, um, and I talk about sports. I did play sports. I'm being very, um, I wasted time in my youth. Now I'll use it for good reasons. But I was never a great, um, my high-end eye coordination it was never great. I was, I was, you know, I was always a decent baseball and tennis player. I was really good at other sports because I was very quick and whatever. But I was a pretty mediocre baseball and tennis player. Terrible golfer. I can never golf. A mini golf, mini golf. I was good at mini golf because I don't have to. But, but golf, forget about it. I grew up in South Florida, so like, uh, that's it. I, I was, ne- I was never going to meet Mr. Trump on, on the golf course because I, if I did, it'd be embarrassing. Uh, it would be a chalashan for me to play golf because it's like really poor at it. So does that mean Bitochon is going to give me hope to be uh, the next major golfer? No. That's, that's hopeless. <laughs> it's hopeless because it, it's like me trying to fly, right? It, it, you know, I'm not a bird. I mean, if, if you and I would try to fly, it's, it's, we don't, if you don't have the Caleb, you're not going to do something. But there's so many areas in my life and in your lives and all of our lives where we really could we really should. 
and let's put it this way, and this is 100%, for all of the men, there's no reason you can't learn Shas. No reason at all. No reason you can't know Torah. There's no, there's no reason. If you, it's, it's, it's in your DNA. The potential's there. It's not, you only wings. It's there, it's 100% there. For the women and men and everyone else, there is any mida, any character trait, arrogance, anger, um, sadness, you know, certain things will come easier, hard, but there's every meter we can conquer. 100%. Could take six months, could take six years, could take more than that. But it's all possible. But what makes it possible when you have Vitachan? <laughs> because Vitachan is the, is, is, the, is, is the hope. You don't have hope. Just like you can't run a four mile in a mile if you don't believe you can do it, you can't do it. Once someone did it, it became 20, tens of thousands of people have done it since then. What changed, it, it was, the, what changed is the belief that it could be done. And Bitochan teaches us and allows us to do what we couldn't do otherwise. And do it easier and more enjoyable because you believe it's possible. You know, it's when it becomes possible. Um, there's a very, actually one of the person, people I, I heard recently, a guy named Les Brown. Remember Les Brown? Raise your hand. I can't even see you. Pretend it. Les Brown is a guy who grew up um, in, in, my, in, in Liberty City, which is considered... I think, I believe, the worst neighborhood in South Florida. I, I, I go to Miami Beach. I don't think there's one neighborhood I can think that is as dangerous as Liberty City. So you go to Liberty City, and um, this guy, Les Brown, he talks about himself, and he said that um, he, I, 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 I haven't heard this for a long time, I think it was like two or three years ago, so I don't want to, I'm saying it's 98%, but not 100, or maybe it's 100, but I'm not sure. Uh, but basically, his story was like this: um, that he said that he was developmentally disabled as a kid, grew up in a very probably single-family home, and he was told he was legally uh, retarded. And he was in high school, and basically, a teacher asked him to read. And he was in, in a remedial program, a special ed program. And a teacher asked him to read in high school. And he said, sir, I'm sorry, I am legally retarded, I cannot read. And the teacher told him, again, the, the, the words are, this is what he, the approximate, I don't remember the exact words, uh, maybe I'll look up it up in one of my email things next couple of days, because I'll remind myself, um, is don't let other people's impressions of you decide your fate. In other words, you are not, if, don't believe what other people are telling you. He didn't, the teacher didn't explain this. At the time, but it means don't believe it's not possible. You could read. And then she said, and now you're going to read. And he read a little bit, and he really couldn't do that much more. But he said that that day changed the rest of his life. Man, the man's a, a powerhouse motivational speaker. Uh, very, you know, um, he's an accomplished person. Again, I'm not, this is probably a few spheres ago or three weeks, you know, during the three weeks when I couldn't listen to anything else. So I'm doing my stuff. But he, he's, a, he's a powerhouse of a person. But he, he has a speech called It's Possible. Because when you believe something's possible, it's the game changer. If you can run a four-minute mile, you could you can do anything if it's possible. Bitochan makes it possible. And, and it makes it possible to, to be, not just thrive, so right, not just survive, but to thrive in COVID-19, and to live life, and to be successful, in life, and to become the people that we could and should be. Um, so pick up now. That, that's why I said, like, really, I'm, I'm happy to get back to this, because... We really, uh, in general, we talk on is from the 
the Or Hasidim says for the most important Amidas, but certainly in our day, in our time, if you want to be really successful, uh, we need to be talking. And if you really want to believe it's all possible, uh, and again, possible does not mean to fly if you don't have wings. It means to become the person you could should be. And again, all Midas, anything in Torah, anything, every mitzvah Torah, every idea in Torah becomes possible with Bitochem. Because that, those wings we have, if Hashem gave all of us the Torah, we just need the Bitochem to do it. Okay. So, actually, this connects very good. Actually, we're going to finish this tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to finish this tonight. I'll see what we're do tomorrow night. Um, so, it says, Rabbi Yoyin, Rabbi this hope, right, which is what you know, I mentioned, the, the, the Ramchal, when he discusses it, he's not a Rishon, the Ramchal, Ramchal lived hmm, about 400 years after Rabbeinu Yonah, uh, in, not in Spain, but in Italy. The Ramchal comes at it with a, a Kabbalistic uh, approach and, a, a, and, uh, and, and elaborates on in his Joshua Kivoy. But he says in Rabbeinu Yonah that this Teichelas, this hope that, that emanates emanates from Bitochon, who yachazek hatechaz ki kasher tikrev hatzara, that it creates the hope, because even when it looks bad, that sara, the tragedy, the danger, the fear is in your face, the uh, yirma v'nasav, and you think to yourself, what merits do I have at this moment? What protection do I have right, right now? Yet lo yashakwa apachari matikva. It's not equal, because you know that if it's your parents and you're in trouble, who loves you with all, more than you could ever love yourself, and more than ever you, certainly if Hashem, who loves way more than your parents, it's on your side. He's, it's on your side. He wants, it's, it, he wants you to be successful. It's no guarantee sometimes what we think is bad is actually for our good. And there are things that happen this way. We're like kids. Uh, we don't get the whole picture. But, but, but we do have an understanding. It's a lot of this, we would not want this because it doesn't seem to be good. And very often, right, what doesn't seem to be good is not good. Sometimes what doesn't seem to be good really is a good. I, I had this experience recently. I really uh, didn't want to have to deal with something. Really. And I'm still, um, but I'm dealing with it. And, I, and, and part of me, even now, it's, it's, a, it's a challenge, knows uh, that it's for my best. And it's, it's really for my best. Even though I really feel, I would never pick this for myself. And there are, there are, whatever, I can't tell you my whole life story, but there are things I, I, that are come, you know. So the point is, is sometimes what we want is not what's our best, but we can assume that most things that, like, we think are bad are probably bad. Uh, and if they, if, if um, actually, you know what, hold on, this is worth it to say. Hold on. I find this quick, yes. Because I mentioned this at the beginning of Rebbeinu Yoyna. Actually, this is very, 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 very important. Uh, in the beginning of Rebbeinu Yoyna, he said, he talked about, um, when you go to war, like, when you go to war, you know, you should have it on. So there's a, there's a couple points on that, because this actually connects, that we, we're supposed to have it on in the, in the, in the Rachim Hashem, and sometimes we don't get the picture. So the stipler actually asked the following question. He says, when you go to war, you know, there are people that die. And besides that, we know that the Gemara says that before they went to war, they used to wear a get. The Gemara says they were a get to their wives. Like, that was the whole story of David. They were a get to their wives, just in case something happened. So it says, what do you mean you have shared no fear of war? 
Stiper says you should have no fear in the odds. It means you shouldn't, you, when you're with Hashem, there are no odds. Of course there's a danger, right? Of course there's a danger. But even if you don't look at it as, in, there's nothing impossible by Hashem. It's all possible, right? Go back to that, it's possible. You, you're never stuck. David Tachon knows you're not stuck. What David Melech has a sword, so it's like you're not stuck. You don't, you don't have to live in the ghetto your whole life. You don't have to be... Like, there are people... I'm telling you, in this show, in Amakad, or the people listening, I, I have a story actually happened to me today. Do you know story? I can't say yet. One day it's going to be one of my... Uh, a story I will tell. I mean, of a person who changes their life. It's like just... It, it, what's the difference? It's, they view it as possible. No guarantee... But it's possible. When you believe, Tachan tells you because Hashem has Rachamim, it's possible you can even ex- assume success. Listen to this Mitzurus um, on Shmuel Beis. Um, this is talking about Yoav when they went out to war against Amon and, Ar- and Aram. This is, if anyone wants to see this, it's Shmuel Beis, Parakyud, Pasakyud Beis. Okay? So Yoav is telling them they're going to go to war. Okay? And he's giving them a prep speech. He's getting that they're, they're going to war. So Amon they could have beat. It's time of David. They, they started with Amon. Amon then got the biggest army of their day. Aram, which is Aram, like Aramaic Aram. It's, it's in the Mesopotamia. And they hired this huge army to come fight against. And the, it's, a, it's not such a simple war. So Yov is, the, David's general, is giving this speech. And then he says at the end of the speech, Chazak v'nishazak. Strengthen yourself and be strengthened. You're going to be fighting for the Jewish people, for our nation. And for the cities of our Lord. For all the cities. <laughs> and God will do what's, what's good in His eyes. Listen to the Mitzvah how he says this. Strengthen yourself. And the nation with you. We got to strengthen ourselves. Who do we want to go in to become prisoners? And for the cities of, the, of Hashem. That the, 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 our enemies. They're going to war now. They're going to be fighting a nation who could destroy them. Right? Maybe we will lose. We, we, what we need to know is you have bitachon. I mean, by the way, when you look at the six day war or the seventy three day war, it's like so mind boggling. I mean, it's such yad hashem. I can, I literally, I, I, I've never done this. I really want to give a share, just seeing the the history of those wars. I, I, I can, I, I know a lot about them. I, actually, I like at one point, I like, I like the history of, of how they should have lost or what things went right at exactly the right moment, and seeing how Hashem let them be successful. Both of those wars. 73 war, the, the war was lost on day two. And it wasn't just, it was mamish nisi nisim. So many things had to go right uh, for that to happen. Um, so, so uh, and the, the odds, you know, look at the odds. 63 war, they should, it looked terrible, and, it got, and then they went very quickly. 73 war, it looked really terrible in real life, because they were actually were losing the war. And, it, and the craziest stories happened. You know, it's funny. I remember as a kid, I went touring in Israel. I was 17. I went to the north. And some secular Israeli, Mamish, Chilaini uh, Legamre. I don't, I don't know why they always had this tour guide. Chilaini. I, like, as a 17 year old, I was like, uh, I thought the guy was off his rocker. Like, so Chilaini. Uh, you know, yeah, the Jew, but Chilaini. 
Uh, I remember we were on the Golan, and he was talking about the 73 war. And, like, I'm thinking to myself, so I said to him, I, I think I even said this, don't you see a miracle here? I said, no, it's, we had good luck. Like, the fact that, that like, two tanks beat 250 tanks, and, like, the Syrians saw one thing, I mean, like, there's a million things. I you know, it was just mazel, and then you, you, you multiply these things. Hashem, Hashem, there's no odds with Hashem. You could be little Israel, little 600,000 Jews in 1948. Forget 600,000 Jews. And everyone likes to talk about this. Miracles. I can tell you, the 48 war, war what Faisal did in Egypt, like what a moron. He gave this army. I mean, like, you go on and on. It's all Hashem. You know, there's no odds. It's all possible. But then let's say it doesn't happen. It says Matsudas, what we think it doesn't happen, Yasa Hashem Tobeinov. Whatever that happens, is, is, is Hashem did what's, what's good, then accept it with love. We always have to know it's possible. There are reasons and things that things do not always work out. Then bitochon is, then bitochon is to accept it with love. We did our part. Now, if you don't do your part, you don't date, you're not going to get married. Don't say, oh, Hashem didn't want me to get married, right? <laughs> no, you didn't, you didn't. You don't have to have children. You, there are ways you have children. You don't try to have children. You're not going to have it. It's not. God, you don't have children. Like you know, no, you didn't do what you had to do. You don't get. You don't. You don't make yourself a, a, a employable. Then you don't get a job. It's not Hashem's rot. So it's your, your your negligence. But when we do our part, and part of our part is prayer and bitachon. Sometimes things we don't get the chesed, and they happen. But the, so lo, but but when we're looking at it, since Hashem is all loving, lo yeshako hapachad ibatekva. Don't make the fear the same as the hope. Because the hope is so much greater. It's, it's possible. And Hashem wants us to be matzliach. He wants us to be successful. And therefore, to chazek ha-tikva, the, the hope is strengthened. Ki Hashem isparach. Hashem's mercy. Like, you know, the parent, a parent loves a child so much. But you can't... I remember mothers always tell me, as a kid, you can't, you, you'll never understand... Uh, how much a parent loves a, ch- loves a child until you're a parent. That's true. There's no way. Uh, so when you're a teenager, you don't think you have any appreciation for anything, let alone for that. Um, so, But you don't get it. You don't get it. And especially a mercy. You see the person humbled. I mentioned the other day about the best prayers is the prayer of the poor person. The Zayar says, that's what David did it's, it's, it's that tefillah l'ani is even greater than tefillah l'david. It's greater than the prayer of David. It's greater than the prayer of Moshe. It's the highest prayer. Hashem has mercy on the person who's an ani. When you realize you're, you're completely and totally dependent on Hashem. Hashem finds grace and mercy on those uh, who, who go, come to him. Going back to the, the, the hope. We say this the whole Elul in Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, Kippetal Chav Zayin 27. We should, why you have to say it to that time? Because it's a time of judgment, a time of tshuva. You have to believe. You, you, want to do you know what? I, 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 you know, if I think like tshuva, if I think of like fixing yourself, if you don't believe in yourself like I started today, you can't change yourself. You need to see it's possible. You've got to believe in yourself. I, you know, I've had... People in my office just told me, oh boy, I'm just sad. I can't be. I'm just sad. I'm telling you, there are people who have real clinical issues. They could also be happy. They may have to take medication a little bit. They may need therapy. They need tyra therapy. Tyra is the greatest, the greatest therapy. But they may need some uh, something else as well. Everyone could be. Everyone could. I'm definitely at the clinical. Clinical gets more complicated. But even by that, 
Certainly, everyone can. Don't tell me a normal person you can't be happy. Normal person you can't be. You can't pray. I I don't know how to pray. You know how to pray. Believe you can pray. You'll end up. You'll end up praying. It may take you some time. You'll end up praying. I can't do this. I can't. Brilliant people. I can't learn tomorrow. The guy went to a school. Didn't go to Penn. He went to Harvard. Okay, but come on, get out of town. You have to believe in yourself. You don't believe in yourself. When you have Hashem. Oh, kedushuva. Come, Hashem. Have have oh, this hope. Don't don't think you're. You know the Yitzhara. When you when you've done a sin, the biggest thing Yitzhara does makes it. You're never gonna get better. You're never. It's always gonna be bad. You nothing. Nothing you can do. You're you're stuck. You're, there's no hope. That's the biggest KO, the biggest knockout for the answer. You know why? If you believe that, you won't do it. <laughs> there's no struggle. There's no. You don't think it's possible. You don't. You don't think it's possible. Is it only possible? Then of course you won't do it. Push it. Not even a chance. No one's gonna run a four minute four minute mile if you don't think it's possible because you won't even push that hard. You don't think you can do it. It's only when you see the possibility. And the, and and I'm not the four minute miles, you know, you need certain types of wings for that. Even those who the twenty seventy thousand people, they were in good shape and they're they're able to practice for a long time. I'm not going to run a four minute mile. I mean, I can tell it's possible, but it's, I'm not running four minute mile. It's not. It's not my, I don't, those are not my wings, you know. But I, I think that any character trait, any mitzvah Torah, and many things that I'm not doing today, which I could do, I would do better, or I would do better if I believed. The more I believe it's possible, the more you believe it, the more you want it, you'll do it, 100%. And Bitaka makes it possible, because you believe, with, with Hashem, all is possible. I went back to this quote from last week. You can't leave a door, you can't leave a lintel. There's so much you can't do. With Hashem, you can split the sea. Hashem, all becomes possible. You have to be Hashem. Pirish Atikva, hope, istichazik halev, gives, empowers a person. Of his chazik al halev, ayyadeh atikva, and you, you strengthen your heart, mit tikva, with tikva, tichazik atikva, you have more hope. And Mama should have more hope. Tikva atikva yoser, and it becomes more real to you. Ki morech halev, yimata tikva, because when you're scared, or you don't believe it, there's no hope. It literally becomes, ah, uh, Come, I can't, I can't, I can't, I don't, you know, I just, it's too hard. No, there's hope, so you, and it comes, there's no hope, you think to yourself. Let's see if I can finish this day. I'm going to do this little paragraph, and then I think I made a hold. It's a very high level of bitachon. Meniska Remember Shinamar, as it says, Kivisi Hashem Kivsanashi. I have hope, but I have hope. Pierce Nefesh Hamisava Kabbalah Habitachon. That a person who desires uh, will get bitachon. Shinayatsi Yitzhak Samach Titsu Kivichabatuach. Bahamaskilim. Uh, uh, and it's not and put your whole soul he tikva bepratim and that's tikva hope bepratim what does it mean hope bepratim in the details you know there are people who when they talk they have bitach on them they believe in Hashem they believe all is possible 
But the details means you, it's literally in the day in day out. I, I, you know, I was reading a book recently on uh, parenting by Reb Dov Brizak. It's called Unchinach Mamish Demands. Uh, from the big, it's art school press book. It's an older book, probably twenty years old, but it's a very very famous book on Unchinach. And he said there's not one class that he gives, not one lecture in school. He's been a principal for decades. He doesn't make a prayer before he goes into class. I thought that was astounding to me. You know, astounding. I mean, you go into a regular class, a man probably taught tens of thousands of times. But every time he walks into a classroom to teach his kids, every time he makes it, he does a prayer. What is it? Why? Why do you do that? First of all, anyone in Chinuch, in principle, any parent uh, knows that, you know, people are so complex. Every rabbi knows this. I mean, People are so complex, you know. I was with a Rob recently, one of the very big scholars somewhere. He told me, like, he had a few situations where someone spoke, and one person took it the wrong way. Like, people are so complex. You tell teenagers or kids, you know, or say the right word, get the, get the message across. Every time he walks in, I, you know, when, you're, when you first start out in anything, you, you pray for success. When you do something, after a long time, you get used to it. You become, I hate to say, you become a little bit self-confident and to the extent where you don't, you don't feel you need to pray. Of course you need to pray, though. He, like, he did it every time. Now, if I would ask um, an expert speaker or an expert surgeon, who's a Yerei Shemayim, a surgeon, he is, you know, they, they, there's a word in, in surgery, routine surgery. Routine surgery. Done thousands, Rabbi, I did thousands of procedures. There's a guy, he's a big yarmulke, he sits his own stuff. You know what I mean? He, 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 he gives staka. You know, I don't know if every time he would pray and every time he comes in that, as they're showing that's successful in my surgery, because you, you, it's a view, but it doesn't affect your day in your life. This man, this Rabbi, went, every time he's a class, he has, that's what we call bitachon bipratim. Every detail in life, you feel that it's all up to Hashem. Um, it's up to Hashem, and that you know I have to, uh, you know, see Hashem in this. There's nothing out. You don't need Hashem's blessing and, and bracha from the routine, uh, you know, the routine bike ride to you know to something very complex. You know, most of us, when does our betachin kick in? Uh, if we're good, it's when it's you know serious. Like so I'm thinking, it's up to Hashem. It's not up to me. Um, I'm going to do this, I'm going to talk on, but like, you know, in the normal routine of our lives, let me give you, I'm going to be very frank, um, you know, there are certain people who say now, a lot of people have been downloading this class, I can see the downloads, it's on YouTube, some people watching on YouTube, you know, I, if I would give this class nightly or now for a long time and now three times a week, random time, I, I'm sure some of you would tune in, but I'm not sure I get as nearly as many people because people wouldn't be looking for bitachon. They'd be, you know, I'm busy with my life. And I'm, I'm not saying it's not understandable either, but the level of bitachon, bitachon bipratim means that you always see Hashem in your life. Every area is, you're having bitachon. Because, in one, you don't believe, there's nothing in routine. No guarantees of any success. Um, you know, I, Tfilas haderech, today, we, we know, once upon a time, once upon a time, uh, when you traveled, and I mean, you, you don't you don't have to be a historian to know this. Uh, you just have to read any history book. When you travel between towns, they were it was dangerous. 
not and, and, and not even that long long ago, right? There there were all kinds of animals and bandits and like you could drive today from San Jose to Baltimore to New York to to Miami. There's no danger, really. You can drive, you get, a, you, get a, you get a map, you get a GPS, you get in a car, you have to pay some money, something hotels. You would have done that route from San Jose to uh, to to Miami to, to to you know to New York, 110 years ago, 120 years ago, all kinds of all kinds of things. You got you can get stuck on the road. There's no one to call. There's no phones. You can be you can starve to death. You can you know how you can get lost. You get fall off the cliff. There's no medical. There's no helicopters. You know, not that long before that, there were bandits and wild animals, like all kinds of stuff, all kinds of stuff on the roads. It's dangerous. It sets feel so dark. People today, you get on the car, you leave a mile of the city, you start trying to like say to us, maybe to get out, you stand, you say, "Mamish, like your life is on the line." Tefilas aderech, and it happens today. You know, you get on the road, and there's all kinds of accidents. People, I just there's a Jewish boy in Rachmana Litzlan just yesterday. 18-year-old boy from New York was in Flagstaff, Arizona. Someone had a flat. He was helping them out. Apparently, he was a little bit on the road when he did it. And a drunk driver hit and run. Hit him. Drunk driver hit and run. Hit him. Killed. Hey, walkie. Brought in. Means that we need... We first thing we need to realize is nothing... You know, it could be something... When you look at routine, there's nothing routine. There's nothing routine in life, you know? I, I was speaking to somebody, a person I'm, I'm dealing with now on something, and he said, told me, you know, my grandmother worked for your father-in-law. My father had a business in New York. And I said, oh, very nice. He said, I'll tell you that my grandmother, one Friday night, one Friday, she said goodbye to the office, my father-in-law's office. She went home that day, and she had Friday night, she had the meal, and she went to sleep Friday night, never woke up. And they called him Saturday night, and this is decades ago, a couple, 20, 30 years ago, and... Uh, when they heard his grandmother's day, he's like, Grandmother? She was totally fine. She went to sleep. My grandfather, he was always sick. My grandmother? He couldn't believe it. His grandmother? is not it's nothing routine. You know, I think, even with COVID, like, we have these like, crazy stories. And the truth is, is for young people, it relatively is not dangerous. That's the fact. Uh, but, for, at least so we know, know, know today. You know, but there's still all these crazy cases. I think because there's nothing routine. I there's, there's not, we need protein. We need every area of our lives. You know, people get used to making money. They get used to health. They get used to. So a person that's real about me talking. Number one is to realize nothing's routine. Number two is also to have faith. You gotta be. You gotta feel as Hashem loves us. You gotta feel Hashem's love, even though there's nothing guaranteed. You have to have that feeling of love. You know, you know, have that feeling of love. To constantly feel it. And we talk about it in the Pratim allows us as well. We appreciate it more. Uh, we gain from it more. And we realize nothing is for granted. Um, that's the Pratim. And, and, and again, he connected it to Tikva. Right, so I actually want to hold the last paragraph of this uh, this very long Rabbeinu Yaina. It's, it's, it's a little bit of its own topic. And it's the it, what he calls the highest level of bitachon. So I think it deserves its own uh, its own focus. So, in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. And remember, this is true. Bitachon is a gift. It reminds us, all of us, that all is possible, and that gift is pres- is, is priceless. Um, you know, it, it's good that we have this class for COVID. 
It's better if it comes with us for our whole lives. We will be way bigger, way more successful, and way happier. All right, everyone have a great night, and be well. We'll see you tomorrow night, Mitzvah Thank you, Rabbi. All right, good night. Thank you. Good night. Thank you, Rabbi. Good night.